Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Schmidt Lavelle. My name is Tom Lavelle, and as always, I'm accompanied by Mr. Timothy Schmidt. We appreciate you listening, and if you like what we're doing, please give us a like, a share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell the person sitting next to you, tell the person sitting behind you. Fuck that person in front of you. Tell the person that has the most followers that you hang out with to follow us. That's a good idea, Tim. Yeah. Whoever you know, we got a little homework yeah. for you. If you know someone with a lot of followers, reach out to them and say, hey, you should start following these guys. They they got it. Or if you know anyone famous, local or globally, that would yeah. be nice too. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> On this week's episode, we're going to be covering a lot of things. Vacation, several topics about vacation. We're talking about Tim's dad's birthday, an underrated Disney movie, the Phillies, the NBA Finals, and if we get to it, maybe some some in sync. What do you think about that, Tim? I mean, we're always in sync. So, I mean, we can talk about the group if you want. But if you're talking about us, I mean, I, I don't think we have any problems, Tom. And that's what I meant. Looks like we made it. <laughs> uh, all right, Timmy. So this week I'm broadcasting from beautiful Long Beach Island here in uh, New Jersey area. A lot of New Yorkers up here in, in uh, LBI, as they call it. Some people's favorite destination it's a little different than uh, what we're used to, I guess, a sea isle, if you will, but uh, still a great spot. Tim, I have some questions I want to pose to you about being a parent and going on vacation and, and get your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, packing. Packing to go on vacation with kids. Now, I don't know if there is a Tetris game that can prepare you for packing up the car when you have a five-year-old and an eight-month-old, at some point, it just it can't all fit. You can't bring everything to the shore. Have you struggled with the uh, with the packing before? Uh, not necessarily, because usually you go places that have you know, laundry facilities where you have a washer and dryer, right? And you can just kind of whatever you bring. You bring a couple of outfits, and you just kind of keep running them through every time that you go out i i mean look i'm a repeat guy i'll just i'll just throw in a couple of like necessities right and then we'll just we'll throw them in the washer we'll throw them in the dryer run them back out maybe like uh, later on in the week and you'll be good to go i mean it's pretty a, a pretty simple thing for me to pack you just throw a ton of shit yeah you know, i usually I actually usually pack the night before a lot of people do this like like week before thing where you're packing a little bit each night i'm like a like dude zero dark like zero hour dude like i'm i'm like last second throwing stuff into a suitcase and we're off and that's it that's usually how i do it that's me too as far as packing my clothes like you know i'm pulling stuff out of the dryer as it's <laughs> and throwing it into a a suitcase that used to be my wife's and is now mine because I would I'm not buying a, a new suitcase. But um the people that pack like a week prior to going, they they've got some issues, don't you think? That's a little nutty. I think that they're just 
I, I don't want to say it's nutty. I just think people get really excited for vacation and maybe they, yeah, they're just taking a little bit each day, you know, like, Hey, listen, I'm getting really excited for vacation. I'll pack a, yeah, I'll pack Emma's clothes today. I'll pack Harper's clothes tomorrow. And then, yeah, they got seven days of packing. I'll come. It's like Christmas almost. You're counting down a little bit. You know, you're opening up the advent calendar. You know, oh, look, another chocolate. Ooh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 12 days of packing for you. Tim, when you're on vacation, when you have kids, is vacation ever really a vacation? Um, there's moments, you know, we've talked about moments, you know, uh, I think, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Mike Ross and Oba brought up you know, these, these nice moments, you know, throughout the pearls you know, of your, life, as the he pearls said. of life. I think he, yeah, that's what he said. Um, yeah, you have those moments on vacation, but like, look, it doesn't stop. You know, you're always changing shitty diapers. You're always, you know, figuring out who's got to go to the bathroom when and you know which parents gonna watch the kids while you go into a bathroom or like what you know what what are we eating today you're always planning something out because the kids don't like everything to eat it's it's just a it's a mess and like right now you you're dealing with like pack and play stuff right like you're dealing yes. with like hey high like, chairs do we bring the rock pack and play yeah, a, a seat yeah. you know yeah rocker a the big stroller that'll that'll work in like sandy conditions yes. clothing yeah our clothing yeah, so, kids stuff. so i'm so to get back to what you were saying like packing for you is a little different than packing for me now um but i'm in packing you know, hell i'm in packing yeah, hell right now yeah it's a it's a bad spot to be in and look you just gotta embrace it you gotta suck it up and you know with with what you're asking me now is that like, look, when you're on vacation, that is, that's, that's the greatest time of life because you're away from work and you can just be a parent and like, you can just do what you got to do. And like, Hey, maybe your kids are starting to get into rides. Maybe your kids are going to have their first ice cream sandwich or their first curly fries or like all that stuff is really what you look forward to, especially when you're going down the shore, right? Like you get on, and look, I think this is the stupidest thing in the world, but you take your baby to the beach and you throw them on a blanket and they basically just sleep there. I mean, and then well, you take did. pictures. Oh, it's the first, it's the first time he's on the beach. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> and I talked about this before. Guess what? He ain't going to remember that. Ever. No, he's not. But look, you have to do it as a family. I get it. It's part of the whole process. And, it is what it is, but I mean, these are things, you know, like, you know, it, look, it's not as important as making, making a dance recital. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had some things going on here too. And Tim, it, it can, it can bring out the worst in you, you know, high stress between, you know, co-parenting and bringing in both, both parents and trying to get everything packed up. One feels like they're doing more than the other, the, uh, you know, I'm packing the car. She's loading up the kids stuff. You know, she wants to, you know, get, we need to bring this. We need to bring that. And I said, we can't bring that. And I started losing my mind. And she's like, well, I'm the only one that's doing anything, you know? And I'm like, I'm packing the fucking car, you know, not to mention 
<laughs> but sometimes it could bring out the worst in people. Today we're at the ice cream shop after a long day. The kids behaved. We said, we're getting ice cream. That was our big, if you're good, we're going to get ice cream. Well, I saw a meltdown. A parent had had enough with their child at the ice cream shop today. <laughs> and he screamed, Michael! Over here, <laughs> not doing this anymore, <laughs> dude. And that's the hardest thing, though, right? You're leading us into some some good stuff here, is because it's hard to discipline your child out in public without getting judged, right? Oh, that's rough. Yes. And look, our parents back in the day, they didn't give a shit who saw what. I mean, yeah, you would you get a a good good schlepping. Yeah, right on the right. back of the ass, or yeah, <clears throat> not me per se, but I mean, I've seen it happen in public, and you never got a good okay. schlepping. No, no, my dad used to chase me around with the belt, he would grab the belt and he'd make that that whipping sound like Indiana Jones, you know, like, oh, yeah. like oh, shit, oh, I know dude. that sound all too this dude, well. This dude means business, um, but yeah, I never really got. I never got beat, but I mean, in public nowadays, you get judged for everything. So, like, how do you discipline your kid? Like, if you raise your voice, is some asshole like person going to step in and go, Is that the way you really discipline your child? Is that the way you do it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And you're and, like, like, getting bothered. I, I always just grab my kid and like, and, get, like, and, like step- talk to him on the side, like, get over here, you know? Yeah, you have that like tough, quick, like silent, weird art, like like that weird raised voice that's really quiet. You know, like you better get it together. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah, you're just watching to make sure that no one's like you know, going to step in, like that you don't know. But yeah, it's 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 tough. It's a tough situation, and like I feel bad for that parent because hey, look, kids act up in public, and it's. It's your duty to kind of keep them in check, but there's also the parents that just don't give a shit. My them run them off, and it they're is the worst. Is. Yeah, they're the so. worst. At least I could give someone credit. You know, they're they're trying to do something. The ones that are just like checked out, that are like they're gonna do whatever they want to do. That's like a. I feel like that's like a that's a, a parenting method of, you know, they'll learn eventually. <laughs> yeah. They'll ruin everyone's time here now. But I mean, there's, learn eventually. Tom, there's been times though that where we've all gotten to that point where like it's pushed you to the edge. And dude, I'm at I'm like sitting on a bench, I'm sweating. I'm like, you could see I'm just like totally out. And I'm just like, yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you guys want to do. Enjoy it. I'll be right here. You know, like just like you have that like two minutes is just like Jesus Christ, dude. Is this ever going to end? And you know what? Hey, it is what it is. That's what parenting is. That you learn from all your mistakes, and you kind of figure out how your children act sometimes. But it's uh, you got to hone it in. You got to hone it in. Yeah. Well, Tim, on vacation we did have one of those pearls of life that we're talking about. Maybe that'll become a new segment, the pearls of life. You know. But so mm-hmm. we had gotten these tickets to a water park right where if we bought them at a certain time we get the discounted rate and we get a a day at a water park so we have these tickets and we're like okay one of these days we're gonna go we decide to go today 
I want to say the high was like 78 degrees. It's not te- it's not technically like in season yet. We're right before, I think the week before in season. And then it doesn't really peak until July through August and September, right? So mm-hmm. we go to the water park. There's hardly anyone there. We there's zero lines can do anything. When's the last time you've been to a water park and and had a good experience? I mean, being at a water park and having a good experience really doesn't. They don't. Yeah, they they don't sync up, if you will. You know, if we want to stick with the, the theme of this episode, Tom. You can say bye, bye, bye to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I mean, there. It's not. It's not an ideal situation. Um, I think the last three times I've been to water parks, I lost my kids um, twice. Each of them, uh, they're in the lazy river, just dancing around, and like they decided to run ahead of me, and like they're they weren't using like the the flotation devices. They just kept on, yeah, just speeding through the the, the lazy river and. Yeah, they got out eventually, and I'm. I went around the Lazy River about sixty-five times looking for them underneath. I'm like, where the hell are they? Are there any lifeguards around here? Can't they see kids that are ten and eight years old without any flotation devices? <laughs> I was pissed off about that. Um, so that was that was up at uh, not Kalahari, but Camelback, Aquatopia. And dude, honestly, dude, Aquatopia, it's, what a name. I, yeah, and it's it's far from Aquatopia. I will tell you this. <laughs> Aqua hell. <laughs> there's yeah, there's there's a swim up bar um that adults just literally sit in the middle of yeah, the water park and just get completely hammered while their kids just walk around the entire place. And this place was mobbed. And Tom, I noticed that during this session that there was no one going to the bathroom. There was no line for the, for bathroom. the, ba- for the bathroom. Oh which my like, God. Which concerned me because my kids are swimming in that. I'm swimming in that. And I'm looking over and I'm like, if there's no line for the bathroom and there's over a thousand people here, everyone's taking a piss in a lazy river. They like, Ugh. it's not a good, it's not a comforting thing like swimming in that you know yeah. and I know, I know they shocked the world with that stuff like they they shocked the water and all that shit but like it's still a it's not a good thought no and that's an indoor water park right yeah yeah so we were fortunate we were at an outdoor water park which i think still can have that grossness mm. but a uh a, a little bit at least we're in open air I guess we should say. But so we were there and we weren't anywhere near capacity. Tim, not a line in the place. We were zipping down every slide that they had. No problem. And I got to tell you, it brought me back. Being a kid, it was a great time. We're flying down these lines, walking right back up, going down the next one. Zero weight, zero line. There is a remnants there of COVID era where they have, you can see the the, the spray painted like dots on the ground every six sure. feet where you had to like keep the distance from, can you like, seriously, was that the crazy is, is there a place 
that is not suited for COVID <laughs> more <laughs> than the water park. You were telling me, you know what? This is what we're going to do. No one's going to use the bathroom. We're all going to piss in the pool, but we're going to be six feet apart in line. And you, be- and you better wear your mask on the slide. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, the, the fact that the, the, the water parks had spaces in between is insane. Nah, that's, that's classic. Um, and, and just to touch on, like, look, I was at Raging Waters down in, um, down in Wildwood with my kids and we're, I bought the same passes you bought and we'll be down there in Seattle at the end of this month. And we're looking forward to going to the water park. We have the same day passes, the water park and the amusements and all that stuff. And it's great. But like, dude, it's still a a Petri dish, man. Like that stuff. I I came back with strep throat. My daughter had, it's just like, and, and the worst part about it is like, I look at my daughter, she's like going through the lazy river and she's climbing over to the cargo nets. And I look at her and she's in the water and she's just like, Swallowing the water, like spit <laughs> out. Like, oh my god! Like, like, like <laughs> would you please stop doing that? Uh, it's uh, it's fun. And then, oh, and one last thing on water parks. One of the greatest. Wait, things- wait a second. Hold on. One thing before you get that. You're saying one last thing on water. But as kids, I loved like we would go to Wild Water Kingdom, Dorney Park, right? Oh yeah, and I loved it. Uh, it wasn't yeah. until I was an adult and I got back there and was like, "This place is disgusting." <laughs> the yeah. wave pool? Well, dude, there's a. Well, yeah, the wave pool is pretty bad. Um, I mean, it's just <laughs> the same. It's just it's like the lazy river with you know with waves. That's it. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, it's called the lazy river because you just sit there and you go around in circles for hours and you just keep on pissing your pants that's what it is dude yeah they gotta Um, rename it but like i'll never forget like like to your point as a kid me my brother my cousin right the greatest thing was like my parents would post up somewhere you know, probably having a couple beverages, right? And we would just be on slides all day long. Your skin is warped, like it's got that, like yes, oh, Jesus pruny. Christ, it looks like you've been it's in all pruny. Shit. Yeah, you're so pruned up. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's just it, it's one of those times that you remember. And then, like, we probably did the same thing back then. Like we we went to the water park during the day, and we weren't that, that tired because we were kids and we had all the energy in the world, and we just went and hit the rides. Yeah, your sunburn from the from the pool, from the lazy river, from all that shit, and your sunburn. You get on the rides and like it's kind of cool at night, and like you can feel the sunburn on like all the roller coasters. Yeah, and like, the oh, wind hitting cool it. Down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and that's what I can't wait for my kids to experience that. Like that's something that I look forward for them. Right? Like last last summer, I was able to get on all the roller coasters with my oldest daughter she's a big thrill junkie she hit every single roller coaster on every single pier and it was fantastic dude i'm sitting in the front seat with her she was going nuts and it's like those are the pearls of life that you really hold on to and you'll experience them later in life when 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 you know mick gets a little taller and he's he's over that 54 inch you know height requirement for all the rides you know we did have that moment this year He's the last two years, we've come down, and he's just been too short to go on the bumper cars. 
by the way, bumper cars, totally underrated moment at he loved the bumper cars we were crashing at everybody his uncle matt was in there we must have hit him 20 times it was the first time he had cleared the height where he could go on the bumper cars it's been three years in the making and he just loved the bumper cars and it made me fall in love with the bumper cars again i was like this is such well, an underrated ride at the at the park here the best part about like getting on rides with your kids is is that right Right. Like you'd be able to share that experience with them. And Tom, I, I, uh, unfortunately, a couple of years ago, I was a little, a little hefty, I was the hefty lefty. <laughs> and my daughter wanted me to get on to the roller coaster. Oh, no. And, uh, I was on, I was on the roller coaster and they were trying to, <laughs> trying to strap me in there, pushing the hardest down and, <laughs> My daughter sitting next to me. She's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Like nothing, Daddy's okay. He's just, you know, he's got some bigger shoulders than most people." And like that, yeah. They're like, "Sir, could, sir, uh, car two, please check car two, please. Uh, just seatbelt check car two. And like, dude, they they had like three motherfuckers on me trying to fucking push down this thing. And then they're like, "Sir." We can't let you go on the ride. It's uh, you know, the the buckle won't work, and it's a safety issue. And I was like, "You gotta be kidding me, man!" <laughs> I had what to get off the what ride. was the ride? It's like shh, shh. it was the uh, Great Nor'easter. <clears throat> oh my god, and that Wildwood. sucks. It was like the public shaming, shame, yeah, shame. I like I vowed, like I'm like I'm never coming back down here ever. Until I lose this weight, and like last year, I was able to get on all the rides with her, so I was happy about that. So your thing was being able to fit in the to to have the thing click, and their thing is yeah, to be well, tall it was, enough. It was more, and listen, it it's more. It was more up top right here. Oh, man, because yeah, I'm a I'm a half. I mean, come on, look at this. I'm like, I'm built like a brick ah, shit house, you know? You look great. Yeah. Ah. College athlete, you know? Safety. Starting I'm safety. Me. <laughs> Timmy, I will say, we are lagging quite a bit here. Do you notice it? I just saw that my connection was unstable for a second here. I don't All know right. what that would be. Okay, so it's not my connection then. I'm like worried. No, I'm connected. Speed looks good. Speed looks good. All right, let's keep rolling. I just hate that like if we have a good like the audio seems fine. Like I'm hearing everything, but sometimes we're just lagging here and there, and so then I'm worried it's gonna mess up our clips. Sorry. All right. So we got to the water parks. We did it all. All right. So now, Tim, another thing we were on vacation and it came to movie night. And this brings me up to now a widely debated stance amongst my family. When I said that I think Coco might be a top three Disney movie of all time. Am I out of my mind for saying that? It's not, it's for me, it's number one. Ah, yes. 
Am I un poco loco for saying that? You are not un poco loco. Dude, I am not lying to you. Coco made me cry so many times. It's such a great film from start to finish. I watch it with my daughters. They're, they, well, I have a playlist for my kids and it's just all Disney tunes and it's, it's on their kids' favorites. And there's about four songs. It's actually more than that, but like they're starting to kind of graduate from that now, but it used to be nothing but Coco. Yeah. And it's, it's just a fantastic soundtrack and it's a great just movie from, from start to finish. I know I said this about ghost last week, but like it's, it's just an unbelievable Pixar. It's a Pixar movie, right? I mean, it has that look of it. I don't know. I don't know what's Pixar and what's not. I just throw it all under the category of Disney anymore, you know. But it's definitely the best movie to me they've made in the last twenty years. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, to me, I, we were talking about it, and like the top five, I have to go with the four my four classics. And I know there's like people will talk about one and then uh, the older stuff. To me, I'm going like. And this is in no particular order, but if I'm naming a top five, my four are in there. You're going to have um, Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, and Coco to me. I love Coco. I think it's so good. It's one of my favorites all time. Yeah. And the sound, I'm not saying the soundtrack is the greatest, you know, like I love like I want to say like three or four songs from it. But the soundtrack, even like the one song, I, I wish I would play it more when he falls in the pool. You know what I'm talking about? When he's there and he's like, and the world is me familiar. Da, 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 and, he, and he falls in the pool. But, um, you know, I, I like I, I'll, I'll say like an Encanto soundtrack is better, but the movie's not even close. And then, you know, but Coco is better than Moana. Coco is better than Encanto, like we just said. Coco is better than I, I it's it's one of the best movies that they've made that I can remember. And I now, love it. Now frozen was really good. Ah, frozen. Yes. Frozen was, was, was excellent in my opinion. Um, but when I watched, I look, my, my, no, I my forgot about frozen. One of their first, one of their first, um, loves was really probably, Moana, um, and they, and I they love really, Moana. Moana was good. Yeah, Moana was good, but they also were headed over heels on the uh, Despicable Me franchise. Every time they came out with a movie, it's just like it's we have to see it, we have to see it, and then they played it a thousand times. Like it was great. It's better than the YouTube shit that they're watching now, which I can't stand. By the way, I don't know. Yeah. If I'm not into that stage yet. It's that's terrible, dude. Wait until you get in that stage. You want to shouldn't say that, but like it's just it's a bad stage to be in. It's not good. <laughs> the <laughs> by the way, this video will be posted on YouTube for everyone to. <laughs> I don't mind YouTube. I just don't. I just hate one when my daughters watch other people play with like play video games or play like. I, I, dude, it's the weirdest thing. It's like this new cult thing that goes on. Kids watch other kids opening toys. Kids watch other kids like 
playing with toys. Kids watch other kids playing video games. It's like the craziest thing I've ever seen. I used to have a buddy that I'd go over to his house, right? And he'd get a video game and like he would like it would be like a one player video game and it, he would like expect me to sit there and watch him play it. And I'd be like, all right, I'm yeah, going to go, you know, like I'm not here to watch you play video game. If you want to play, that's why N64 was so big because then you could have four people play it at once when we were kids. But yeah, like, but, the, no, there's dude, there's games like that though. Like, look, I, I hear what you're saying. And I'm going to, I'm going to touch on this a little bit because one player role-playing games like you're talking about when i grew up it was resident evil right one of like the best games ever and like it's either board for board right you go hey listen you get a board then i get a board it's like or go till you die you go till you'll die and then you hand over the controller if it's a one-player game that was the rule and if you had an asshole that just hogged it for himself and just wanted to beat the game guess what he's not a true friend and he's out Boom, dude! He's gone. You're gone. Cut. I mean, I, I and shame on you for sitting around and watching that too. You sitting there watching like I left. So I'm not doing this. Can we put in a different game? Like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah, yeah dude, hey, I'd love to run. try this too. Yeah, I need to run. Like Sonic, Sonic was a one player game, right? Like I think Super Mario Brothers was a one player game for a long, the longest time until they added Luigi. Remember? Yeah. And that's the perfect answer right there, because then you had Mario and Luigi. So then it's like you go till you die. All right. Now it's Luigi's turn. Whoever is there with you gets a chance. Hey, we have siblings, Tim. We knew the rules. You know, this is Mm -hmm. only child shit that wants to wants you to watch them play a video game. You're probably right. You're probably right. And the only child probably had like every system too. Probably like, oh yeah. They probably had the PlayStation, the mat, the gun, the glove, the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. So, speaking of uh, what is it, La Corazon? How do you say it? You might know. Um, proud Cor- it's proud, proud Corazon. Corazon. Yeah. So this week marked a, a significant date in in your family's uh history your father's yeah. 80th birthday yeah. a big celebration a lot to be uh happy about tim how was the party and did things get a little out of control <laughs> things uh no things were good dude like it was just a it was a great celebration with my father my father is a uh He's a very um, regimented individual, former Vietnam vet, right? So he did his service. He did his time over there in, in Vietnam, and um, he's very uh, very regimented. Every morning he wakes up, he he makes his bed. He's you know he does that whole thing, and um, yeah, didn't want to really like a surprise party, so we threw him a nice little 80th birthday party, and uh, all of his friends were there, and. Yeah, a bunch of family. It was just a, a great celebration. Um, really, honestly, the first time that we were able to get all of our people together since my mom passed like a few years back. And it was just like good to have everyone together. And it was like great vibes. It was just like, it was honestly, it was perfect. Um, many beverages were were drank. A lot of cornhole was played, right? With some bago and 
And I'll tell you what, my dad just had one of the best days he's had in a long time. And uh, it was good to see, like, listen, my dad has been through three generations of, of friends, right? So like my brother, my sister, and myself, we all have our own friends. And it was good to see all of them show up and support my dad and and uh, be able to celebrate with them. And then like the older crowd just mixed together. It was just really a cool celebration all together. So um, just my dad's a big scotch guy, loves oh his scotch, loves his Loves his beef eater. <laughs> I was gonna say, I thought it was a beef eater. Yeah, he does that too. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun, man. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of water afterwards. You know, a couple couple days of recovery, but it was. Uh, How was the recovery, Tim? <clears throat> one of the uh, one of the worst ones I've had in a while. See, I think I was drinking Captain and Coke. I think the sugar from the soda. Oh, uh, that that'll get you. That'll that'll catch up to you a little bit. So I think that really kind of had a, a big play into the recovery. But all in all, you know, it, it takes some time as you get older, Tom, to get kind of back, back to normal after a, a heavy drinking night. And uh, yeah, there wasn't many uh, beverages turned down that night, and uh, it was just a it was just a fun night. And it, it was great. It was the, the best part about it was like get my dad dressed. For the, for the for the party, because my dad decided that he wanted to wear red shorts to this party, red dress shorts, which didn't make any sense. And he doesn't he doesn't really have a shirt to match, Tom. And I'll right. I'll send you a picture so we can put we can put it up we can put it up on, <laughs> on this little video here, because I'm not doing it justice by talking about it. So he had red shorts on. And I told him to change his shirt, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't change his pants. I'm like, Dad, there's not much that match red shorts. So you, you gotta help me out here. So I figured I found the shirt that matched his shorts a little bit, but it was my shirt. So I gave up my shirt for him, and and he wore it to the party. It was nice, but like, it's like, dude, like. <laughs> I know he's 80 years old and doesn't give a shit about what he wears, but like at some point, like you gotta go, look, this doesn't really work. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, sometimes I think about too, what I wear and we've talked about it on the show, like, you know, the way I wear my hat or something like that. And I got to respect a guy like Mr. Adam Sandler who just wears whatever is the most comfortable thing he can find. He puts it on and that's what he, that's what you're getting. You're getting him. He's going to be comfortable. He's going to feel good. There's colors all over the place. There's different, you know, baggy mesh shorts, hoodies, stuff like that. And I'm thinking about adopting that kind of style, but I don't have millions of dollars to say, go F yourself. Like I'll wear whatever I want. (laughs) So that's kind of holding me back, Tim. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you're going to be able to get away with that, especially with the crew that we hang around with, Tommy. Uh, Moving on to our next topic. Talking about, real quick, the NBA Finals. Tim, the NBA Finals concluded yesterday with the winners, the Denver Nuggets, quite possibly because of all my Taco Bell consumption. A, uh, A big congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. They, they've won an NBA championship. Has this put to bed all the uh, 
when we talk about the MVP and stuff like that, I guess it's a regular season award. Should they wait till the the postseason is over to give the MVP out? No, they never have, and then they never will. Because there's an MVP of the playoffs, and there's also an MVP of the regular season. So <clears throat> um, there's two different awards, so you can dis- dissect it on both levels, right? Um, Embiid won the regular season MVP. Joker won the playoff MVP. That's it. It's a pretty close case there, Tom. And look, you know, look, here's here's the thing. Yeah, did Embiid kind of shit the bed in the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we've expressed our frustration with it. Joker obviously had an excellent playoffs. He delivered a championship to his team and yeah, congrats to the Denver Nuggets. I as much as I it pains me to say that, but um, yeah, this was your biggest opportunity to win a, a championship, and one guy performed and one guy didn't. It's been a long time that these guys have been in the playoffs, you know. Like Embiid, just he keeps on coming up short. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I know you're talking about awards here, but I mean, it is what it is. They're two two separate awards. One's for regular season, one's for playoffs. Joker played better in the playoffs. He ends up winning a championship. I'd rather Embiid get the the playoff, you know, MVP, finals MVP. That'd be nice. Eastern Conference finals MVP. That'd be great. Um, But it just hasn't come to fruition yet. Now, Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat, they make it to the finals, an eight seed that made it to the finals, I think the first time since 1999, maybe. And they end up losing. You know, they, they have some injuries. They seem to have a lot of players undrafted or, you know, these players that they, they seem to find. But this is the second time Butler's made it to the finals and lost. They've they seem to come up short is, you know, as much credit as he gets. Does he get a little too much credit or is, is he still is he the guy? You th- do you think they'd be competing for a championship next year? Or is that window closed? No. I mean, look, he's they've made a hell of a run. These guys are going to get better. But they're going to lose a couple of these guys, like uh, Paul Struess, and there's a couple other guys. Or, uh, I think it's Paul Struess. I think his first name is Paul. Maybe. Um, but a lot of these undrafted guys that you talk about, they're all due for, for contracts. So they're going to lose a lot of that team. And I know people were talking about, well, Embiid's going to want to go down to Miami. Like, they already have Bam Adebayo down there. Like, they can't use another center. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Like, there's going to – a lot of offseason moves have to happen with with the Sixers, number one, and and obviously the Heat. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, Jimmy's always been a dog. He is a dog. He's a guy that – can deliver in the clutch. He came up a little short again. I mean, we talk about supporting cast and, and things of that nature. Uh, like Jimmy didn't really play the greatest in, in the finals. And you, you saw that he came up short a little bit, but I mean, the dude carried that team all the way to the finals essentially by himself. I mean, he's, he kind of willed that team to the finals and just wasn't able to get them over the edge. And sometimes you need a little bit more help. And Kyle Lowry is isn't that dude he anymore. He's he's a little bit over the edge or, or over the hole, if you will. And 
you know, he's a bench player for a reason. So um, it's a shame, but hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Now, Tim, our last topic of the day, we're just quickly touch on the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm. Mm. Oh, uh oh. Mm. Tom, this can't be our last topic of the day. Well, we do have one more segment after this topic. You're right. Because we do have to name this show. No, no, not not even name this show. Uh Uh-oh. What happened? Tom, there's been a significant event that has occurred in Philadelphia. And I know you might... Oh, my God. I know that you... missed this? I know you might be in Long Island or Long Beach Island, but, Tom, there is a certain roadway that is now shut down in Northeast Philadelphia, (laughs) and it is causing all sorts of headaches for everybody across the Delaware Valley, Tom. I mean... Do you want to talk about the road? The huge explosion uh, that that closed I ninety five, the uh, the biggest highway in Philadelphia, almost. Tom, so I I said that I said to myself, I go, listen, this is just a patch job. Yeah, they'll they'll have all hands on deck. That thing will be fixed in five days. Uh, In Stone Cold's words. Eh, it's not gonna happen, dude. <laughs> dude, we're looking at months of traffic in the northeast corridor that's gonna be absolute hell. And what um I mean do you look, take ninety five a lot? Man, I don't use that section of ninety five all that often, but like look, first of all, I just want to say like Look, the there a man lost his life. Um, oh boy! I you know, know in that, that accident with with the tank with the tanker exploding, and and that that's just such a shame. But I mean, it's just uh, it's unbelievable the amount of like chaos that is going to come from this. Like it it is going to disrupt, you know, Philadelphia for quite some time. And I've seen a bunch of memes come out like. Like, yeah, listen, what other city can deal with, with this shit? Like, okay, look, we lost the you know, MLS final. We lost the World Series, lost Super Bowl. The Sixers can't get out of the second round. And now we got to deal with 95 North and South close for an extended period of time. Like, what the hell is going on with, with like, Philadelphia these days? <laughs> it's It's been bad. Wow. Yeah, we. I was down the uh, shore. I'm down the shore now, and – my wife says, did you see what happened on I-95? And then I saw this like overhead, like a flyby video of it and just a huge chunk of a highway. And from from what I've heard, they said someone saw a manhole after the explosion, like it was flipped like a coin just flying through the air, like flipping through. So who knows what kind of traffic this is going to be bringing to the city. Cause it's going to have to, it's, it's going to affect everything. So instead of going 95, they're going to have to take different routes and it's going to cause, I guess, downtown 76 and Northeast Roosevelt Boulevard, the whole thing to just be totally backed up. It's impossible to get out of Roxborough, Maniunk as it is, Tim, where, where is this going to leave everyone now? It's in a lot of trouble and everyone's going to be a lot, well, not a lot, but, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of you know police late for work. <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. 
the employer's got to be understanding with what's going on here. I think there's got to be like some sort of like, hey, listen, we get it. All right. It's got to go across every business that's up and down like the 95 or anywhere that uses that corridor to get to work. It's like, hey, listen, we know you're going to show up for work late. We just just show up. That's all we need you to do. And you'll be excused. Yeah, so I'm I mean, giving I'm giving everyone that works and you uses 95. I'm giving them carte blanche to show up wait, late for work. Just let them know that the Schmidt Lavelle show is on your side. So if you need somebody <laughs> to vouch for you, you let us know and we'll call we'll call out your employer if you're getting written up for being late for work. Okay. Yeah. Send them our way and we'll let them know, hey. You you hear what happened on ninety five? Do you know that there's traffic? You were I'm a little bit late. So what? I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> Schmidt and Lavelle have my back. Tim, speaking of speaking of coming on late, the the Phillies uh as of late have been coming on seven and three in their last ten games. They bumped up a couple spots in the standings in the NL East. What do you think's the big turnaround? They started to hit Kyle Schwarber has been hitting some clutch hitting. Our pitching has been a little bit better. Is this a sign of things to come or is this just a little lucky streak? <laughs> yeah. Yo. Uh Oh, Oh no. I'm, what happened? I'm, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> you gotta go. I gotta go to. Oh. <laughs> Don't do it. I gotta, I gotta go real quick. All right. Pause for Tim's bathroom break. <laughs> I mean, you talk about. I mean, you, you, we shouldn't talk about it. Probably <laughs> don't want to talk about it. I say why not? Don't, don't want to think, think about it. All right. So where were we? <laughs> I think we were talking about the Phillies. All right, the Phillies. Seven and three in their last ten games. They've jumped two spots in the standings in the NL East. What do you think has been the big turnaround? Is this a lucky streak, or are they going to continue? Is this is this the beginning of the new season for the Phillies on their way to a postseason run? Well, Tom, it's uh, it's Schwarber Fest right now, which means uh, June is hit. June is upon us. And well, wait, did Schwarber Fest really start? Yeah. And for the Wawa, did it just start like a week ago? Um, I think it started maybe the last. I think it goes on for a month, and it's started at the end of May. Oh my gosh! Of course, he's going to be crushing the ball now. So, oh, and he just homered. You're lying to me. Sort of got. He just homered. So, to lead off. Yeah, let let off with a home run. So he's already. I think he's already up to five home. Or four or five home runs, maybe four. That's a three-run shot. No, no. he let off. He's leading no. off. The Castellanos so, homer. No, he doubled. Wow, a three-nil. Love it. So, so what I'm trying to say is, we are uh, in the midst of Schwarberfest. And yeah, I mean, it seems like the the bats are starting to warm up a little bit. We're getting better, better starting pitching, um, dude. I, I mean, 
Castellanos, first of all, you keep on saying his name wrong. Um, Castellanos. Castellanos. He, uh, he's hitting, I think, above 320 right now. I mean, the guy is, I think he's leading the league in multi-hit um, games this year. I think he's got like 27 or 28 multi-hit games. Like, you talk about a bounce back year. You just got bone back off of the IL. Um, it's, you know, Harper's obviously about, what, four weeks back now, three weeks back now. So, all these things are starting to work in, in their favor, and hopefully uh, it leads to more wins. I mean, they, they took two out of three from the Dodgers, which is big. Which is big. Um, and now you have a four-game set with Arizona. You dropped the bullpen game yesterday. Um, but, yeah, you, you hope that you can take three or four from these guys. But if you split, it's not a big deal. They're the best team in the West right now, NL West. They're 16 games over 500 for a reason. So, um, you look. The Mets are floundering. The Braves are still what the Braves are. And the Marlins, I mean, who would have predicted this? I mean, they're in second place. I think they're seven or eight games over 500. Um, but, look, the Phillies have all the talent in the world. Uh, usually talent prevails, and uh, we'll see them turn the corner, and and hopefully the bats all – the bats and the pitching get on at the same page at the same time, and you're able to string together some uh, some nice win streaks to get yeah. yourself back in. And all we got to do is that's make, it, Tom. That's all we got to do. And all we got to do is make a wild card. You know, as we learned last year, we just have to make the wild card. We don't need to be winning our division. It'd be nice, but find a way in, and you never know what can happen. All right, Tim. So this is going to bring us to our final segment of the show a weekly segment that we're calling Name That Episode. Now, last week you wanted me to start, Tim. This week, is it the same thing? You want me to start, or have you gotten an episode, uh, a, a title idea? Well, Tom, if we're sticking with uh, the in sync theme that we started in the beginning, I think, I think that this episode should be called No Strings Attached, maybe. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) My suggestion was going to be vacation all I ever wanted. But. Oh, what about those? uh, How about in the in honor of the late, great Jerry Blavid? The Geeter with the Heater? The Geeter with the Heater. We call it like something, you know, those Wildwood days, right? Those no. wild, wild, wild days are made now. No, I'm in Long Beach Island. I mean, I you're the those Long Beach Island nights. All right. I think we're going no strings attached. I, I, like I said, I love it. <laughs> All right, let's do it then. No strings attached. It is. We appreciate you listening. If you made it this far. Please give, please give us a like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell the person. You know with the most followers to start following Schmidt Lavelle, the fastest growing show in all of Northwest Philadelphia. The we love you. Until next time, thanks for listening.